Air Force is redistribution station number three in Santa Monica, California. The makers of Chase and Sanborn Coffee bring you the Chase and Sanborn program, starring Francis Langford with Spike Jones, the City Slickers, Tony Romano, and I'm Ken Carpenter. And here's Francis. Grab your coat and get your hat. Leave your worries on the doorstep. Just direct your feet to the sunny side of the street. Can't you hear a pitter-patter? And happy tune is your step. Life can be so sweet. The street. I used to walk in the with those blues on parade. But now I'm not afraid. This road I crossed over. If I never have a time, I'll never say he's Street. I used to drag through the shade with those blues on the rain, but now I'm not afraid. I'm skipping through clover since this rover walked over and said, If I never have a sense, I'll be twice as rich as. Mr. Rockefeller, go to set on the sunny side. Don't hide from the sunny side of the street. Thank you, fellas. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are at the Army Air Force's redistribution station number three. A beautiful spot on the ocean at Santa Monica, California, where combat veterans of the Air Forces are being processed prior to reassignment. The boys here, as well as all other air stations, are looking forward to Wednesday, August 1st. That's the 38th anniversary of the Army Air Forces, which began in 1907 with one airplane, one captain, and two enlisted men. Today, there are 2,300,000 men and women who have done their share in dumping two million tons of bombs on the enemy. Our congratulations to the AAF. We're broadcasting from the Edgewater Beach Club, which is one of the six seaside resorts that have been turned over to these men. I don't know about discipline here, but maybe Ken Carpenter does. Ken, does anybody discipline these fellows while they're at Santa Monica? Well, a lot of them are here with their wives. <laughs> That'll do it, I guess. I think so. <laughs> How about the single men? Do they have trouble finding girls to go out with? A little, I understand. They say these Santa Monica girls are so cultured and refined, they won't stop for just an ordinary whistle. <laughs> no? No. You have to whistle the first eight bars of Chopin's Polonaise. <laughs> That lets the city's liquors out. Francis, you mean the boys in Spike's band don't know Chopin? Not unless he's running at Del Mar. Oh, fine. <laughs> well, does anything the slickers do know? 
Ken, let's be satisfied if they just know the number they're supposed to play now. It's a World War I song, and if Spike's arrangement and Del Porter's singing do nothing else, I'm sure it'll give us a good idea of how the First World War sounded. The song is Toot Toot Tootsie. <laughs> is really pounding on your door right now. She brings you a chance to double up on the pleasure you get from coffee. First, settle on Chase and Sanborn coffee, and then enjoy it iced with meals in between. Chase and Sanborn, because this richer blend is a record breaker for flavor. First choice of millions for over 81 years. And in the past year, it's brought more pleasure to more people than ever before in our history. That partly accounts for the tremendous popularity of iced Chase and Sanborn this year. New thousands are learning the special delights of iced coffee as it should be. Flavor is the making of good hot coffee, everybody's agreed. But just think how much more important flavor is when the ice is added. To make up for melting ice, you want all the flavor you can possibly get. So go the limit, get all you can. Get Chase and Sanborn coffee. Cool off this way with the king of summer drinks. Ask your grocer for delicious Chase and Sanborn coffee every time. South America has made great contributions to our popular music in recent years, and here's a new song from the Southern Hemisphere that should do very well in the States. It's called Bahia. Oh! 
About ten days ago in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I had the privilege of seeing the world premiere of Ernie Pyle's story of G.I. Joe with Burgess Meredith as little Ernie. Yeah, I saw it too, Francis, in Hollywood. Pyle must have been a wonderful man. He certainly was, Ken. Tony and I met him over in Sicily. Remember, Tony? Gee, it seems like a long time ago. It was outside the Palermo ballpark. Bob Hope, Tony, and I had just finished the show. It was a typical war meeting, much too short. Ernie was going one way... We were going the other. Mm. Sounds like one of Pyle's own descriptions. I take that as a great compliment, Ken. You know, Francis, seemed to me they really captured Pyle's point of view by showing him as the soldiers knew him. I think G.I. Joe definitely does that, Ken, and more. It shows how the foot soldiers felt about Ernie Pyle and the war they fought from El Guitar to Casino. Casino. Rain, mud, and rocks. Trout's looking down your throat along a machine gun barrel. Hey, you dug a foxhole on the side of a hill. You bailed it out. And you crawled in. And foxholes all around you are your friends. Guys whose folks were Irish, Polish, Dutch, Jewish, Protestant, Catholic, Russian, Italian, Mexican. Everyone in America. Hey, you. Yeah, who's that? It is me. Uh, Joe? See. Si. Are you lost? No, I just don't know where I am. Okay. Call in here. You got room? Ah, well, you can't scrounge around out there. I'll make room. Come on, bail out some more water. Ah, muchas gracias. Hey, it's very wet, huh? Yeah. In Africa, we didn't have enough water. Here we got too much. I guess war is never perfect. Oh. We'd have guessed about this when we was in Africa. Maybe we wouldn't have griped so. See, uh... Do you remember Africa? Some of those moonlight nights, they were not so bad compared to these. Mm. Sometimes at least we heard a little radio. Yep. Here's Sally. Good old Sally talking sexy at us from Berlin. <laughs> what a sweet voice she had. Such a sweet voice. Saying such rotten things. Uh, who paid any attention to what she said? Hey, sometimes it made you think a little bit. You couldn't help it when she would whisper. 
Hello, soldier. Lonesome? Wondering who's with your girl back home? There's a moon all over, you know. Why not surrender and come to Berlin? We know how to entertain strong, young American men. Yeah. Then some guy holler, hey, shut up. But we did not turn her off because we wanted to hear her sing that song, that uh, Linda. I like that. Yeah. Linda. Uh, if only my Linda were only here now, instead of you. Yeah, she'd love it. Linda, I can close my eyes, and we are together back in Monterey. Linda, I say. Linda. Light for me a cigarette in that small cafe where we met. Let me feel your fingertips, Linda, Linda, on my lips, where two lovers used to be, are there echoes waiting for me, and do you Linda, my love, I wait for you. Thanks, Tony, for the song G.I. Joe. I like your imitation of Sally, too. But when all the men are out of all the foxholes all over the world, I wonder what the government's going to do with all the equipment the Army and Navy have left over. What do you think, Ken? Well, there's been a lot of talk about that, Francis. Personally, I think an enterprising salesman could sell a lot of that leftover surplus just by going from house to house and knocking on people's doors. That's a news lad on the subject. How would that work? Well, I'll tell you. Suppose you and Tony were an average American couple and I was selling the stuff. I'd knock on your door and you'd open it and say... Yes? Good afternoon, Mrs. Diffenderfer. <laughs> I'm distributing free samples of surplus war equipment. Here you are, absolutely free of charge. Now, what is it? It's an instantaneous cooker. Oh, how nice. What was it during the war? A flamethrower. <laughs> a flamethrower? Why, if I tried to make toast with that, the bread would burn to a crisp. Ah, but this does it faster. Now, if you should need something to scrape the toast, we have a special sale today on bulldozers. No, thanks. My husband drove a bulldozer through a wall once. Oh, well, how did that happen? It bulled when it should have dozed. <laughs> and what is the trouble, dear? Ah, uh, good evening, Mr. Diffenderfer. I've been telling the missus about some of our surplus war goods. Could I interest the man of the house in a jet propulsion plane? No. Uh, uh, no. No. Well, this uh, plane has great advantages, Mr. D. Mrs. D can yell her head off in the back seat, but her voice can never reach you because this plane travels faster than sound. You see, we finally eliminated backseat driving. I'll take it. You'll do nothing of the kind. Uh, I'll do nothing of the kind. Uh, uh, look, Mrs. Diffenderfer, uh, just think. You could take off from here, and in two hours, you could be visiting with your family in Cleveland. I could? She could? Absolutely. This is amazing. Isn't it? Yes, my family's in Florida. Oh, oh that's too bad. <laughs> Well, you'll have to excuse me now. My dishes are still in the sink. Oh, they are? Oh, that's wonderful. Allow me to demonstrate our dishwashing machine, the kind they use at Army bases. It's completely automatic. This I've got to see. Come right in. Yeah, come right in. Well, thank you. Oh, my, you do have a lot of dirty dishes, don't you? But uh, that's perfectly all right. They won't be dirty long. Well, here, we just put them all in this machine. 
Now we press the button. Also sell paper plates. <laughs> Young man, you'll have to do better than paper plates. I should say. All right, by golly, I will. Now, here's something that does away with cooking and dishes altogether. The government was just about to issue them instead of K-rations. It's just a small pill, but it contains a whole meal. A whole meal? A whole meal? Yes, sir. In this little pill is a T-bone steak, French fried potatoes, fresh garden peas, a double order of cauliflower, shrimp cocktails, chef's salad, three cups of coffee, and a piece of apple pie with ice cream. Oh, boy, can I try one? Oh, I certainly... Ah, 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 ah. Wait just a minute. Not that way. Uh, turn it around. Uh, what for? You're eating the dessert first. <laughs> oh. Well, here goes. Suppose he gets indigestion. It also contains a little bicarb. <laughs> oh, I see you have some wash tubs on your truck. I could use one of those. Oh, fine. Only, uh, well, they're not really wash tubs. Then what are they? Helmets for second lieutenants. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, I don't suppose you could use one with a war-weary second lieutenant still attached. <laughs> don't tell me you still have a second lieutenant under one of those helmets. The war was over a year ago. I know, but this fellow still needs eight points to get out. <laughs> well, that'll be all for today. Oh, thank you very much. Good day. Good day. Good day. Get 29's here. Buy a barrage balloon. See which way the wind blows. <laughs> Don't you think Ken did pretty well for a man who's celebrating his 23rd wedding anniversary today? Congratulations, Ken. Yeah, congratulations, Pop. Oh, oh, oh. Well, thanks, Curly, but it's, it's nothing, really. Any other fellow in my place would have done the same thing. Now, let me see. 50 years means the golden anniversary. 25 means silver. Tony, what does 23 mean? You do. Oh, I can take a hint. Ken, how about saying a few well-chosen words on your anniversary? Oh, no, Francis. Oh, come no, on. After no. all, 23 years, there must be something you'd like to say. Well, let me see now. Um, uh, oil. It's the first most significant of this news. It's direct application to you, but makes it timely and important, so don't miss out. Don't miss out on the double pleasure millions are getting these hot days. The double pleasure of ice, chase, and sandboard. The king of summer drinks. It takes the crown because it's not only cooling, delicious, thirst-quenching and all, but on top of that, it's coffee. The lift is there and the satisfaction, plus the refreshing coolness. Yes, this is a Chase and Sanborn year, a Chase and Sanborn summer. And that's only natural when you stop to consider that flavor is responsible for all the records Chase and Sanborn coffee's ever made. And flavor is the making of truly delicious iced coffee. You want deep-down, wholehearted, satisfying flavor in lavish, generous abundance. And that describes this richer blend. There's more flavor in every drop. So get out the tallest glasses in the house and fill them with all the flavor they'll hold. Ask your grocer for delicious Chase and Sanborn coffee. The city slickers alive take turns for three songs by a composer who couldn't have written a dull thing even if he tried. The late and truly great George Wilson. Here's Tony. They're writing songs of love, but not for me. A lucky 
be stars above, but not for me. With love to lead the way, I found more clouds of gray than any rushing plane could guarantee. I was a fool to fall and get that way. Hi-ho, alas, and also last today. Although I can dismiss the memory of her tears, I guess she's not, she's not for me. Come on. 
is a small monument on the island of Iwo Jima. A monument built by combat saddened soldiers for a friend they loved and respected, Ernie Pyle. Those of us who were fortunate enough to know Ernie and who have seen him in action, those of us who saw how the fighting men of this war felt about him, well, we would like to help build that distant monument to Ernie's memory. But the friendly understanding Ernie Pyle gave our men all over the world and the patient courage with which he sought out and brought home to their families the stories of those men at war, these are never now monuments. For Ernie Pyle will live forever through his writings about our fighting forces and in the picture G.I. Joe, which was made with reverent care to present Ernie as he really was. Yes, there's a small monument on a little island of Iwo Jima, a symbol of the greater one every combat trooper carries in his heart for little Ernie. Good night. to thank Lieutenant Colonel Cornelius B. Cosgrove, Commanding Officer, and Major Walter E. Marsh, Special Services Officer, for this fine day here at the Army Air Force's Redistribution Station Number 3 in Santa Monica, California. Be with us again next Sunday at the same time when Francis Langford, Spike Jones, and the City Slickers, Tony Romano, and all of us will be appearing at the United States Army Regional Hospital in Pasadena, California. <laughs> When you're buying coffee, think of us and ask for Tayson Sanborn coffee. Coffee made to serve in times like these. This is Ken Carpenter speaking from Santa Monica, California. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of every ten say royal desserts taste more delicious. Yes, royal desserts taste more delicious. That's what they said. 1,526 royal desserts users told why they prefer royal. And eight out of every ten said royal desserts taste more delicious. Many praised royal butterscotch pudding and its real honest-to-goodness butterscotch flavor. I never could get the true butterscotch taste when I made it at home, one frankly admitted. And look at the work Royal saves you, and precious sugar besides. Yes, the minute you see Royal Butterscotch at your grocer's, grab it. And try those other Royal treats, too. Royal chocolate, Royal vanilla, tangy, fruit-like Royal gelatin desserts. Remember, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of every ten say, Royal desserts taste more delicious. Yes, Royal desserts taste more delicious. This is the National Broadcasting Company.